I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I really love sitting here in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather papa chair in my living room. This is a comfortable, safe place to tell you some of my favorite stories. If I tried telling some of these things to you in person, you might be kind of tempted to tell me to stop bothering you and go play some old Louie Louie generation appropriate games. Things like walk scotch, hide and go to sleep, spin the hot water bottle. <laughs> if I tried telling you these stories in person, you might even try attaching a banana peel to the tip of my cane. But ha! I don't have a cane, but I do have some stories. And here's, here's one of my favorites. Once upon a time, there was a scientist who cloned himself. One afternoon, the clone got kind of restless, and he sneaked out of the lab. He ran down to a subway station, and he flashed all the passengers there. When the scientist heard about it, he ran down to the subway station and ordered the perverted clone to stop flashing people which scared the clone so badly, you had never seen the scientist that upset. So the clone got so scared that he lost his balance, fell off the platform right into the path of an oncoming subway train. And just then, the transit cops arrived. They arrested the scientist for making an obscene clone fall. <laughs> that is a terrible face you're making at me. All right. There is a much shorter story that I like to tell near Thanksgiving. It has to do with turkeys, of course. Turkeys are dumb. Even around Thanksgiving, they walk around looking up at people and saying, Gobble, gobble? <laughs> I think that's a terribly bad move. If you could teach a turkey to talk, you know, you can teach a parrot to talk. Why can't you teach a turkey to talk? But if you, if you taught a turkey to talk and, and you asked the turkey what he thinks would make the best stuffing, the turkey would probably tell you, as far as he's concerned, the best stuffing would be corn and bugs. <laughs> Which is why your better chefs don't ask turkeys what they think would make a good stuffing. Some overly sensitive people have been known to become somewhat emotionally involved when they stuff a turkey. But, you know, turkeys don't have lips. There's really not much of a chance for any foreplay. <laughs> right. Guess I laid another egg with that story, didn't I? You know, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Big Louie, the head guy of the Louie Louie generation, put me up to telling you stuff like that. Big Louie is always saying stuff like, if you have any moving parts left, for crying out loud, move them. And who needs toothpaste if your teeth aren't loose? And if your kid wants to learn to drive, you should never stand in his way. End quote. Should have listened to Big Louie when he said, Pedestrian crossing sign buttons are like computers. You must never let them know that you're in a hurry. But I didn't listen. You know, I don't think pedestrian crossing buttons are really attached to anything. 
They are like pedestrian placebos, I think. You push these buttons thinking you're going to take control of the traffic light, but it's a fake out. But we keep doing it. It's like when the elevator takes too long. You know, you push the button again and again to get its attention. We do stuff like that. We blow on the dice to get them to come up seven. Or we figure out your lottery ticket number by counting the number of push-ups you used to do and dividing by the number of friends who showed up at your New Year's party and multiply it by the square root of the number of commercials per hour on your favorite cable channel. Why do we do stuff like that? These nutty things keep seeming like good ideas, and that's because of the stories that we tell ourselves. By the way, if you're planning a New Year's party, I suggest you liven things up a little bit. Put some mistletoe over the hot tub. That ought to do it. Dicks to tails, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's making you crazy out the other ear, and you can grab a grin and win. The average American uses 54 feet of dental floss every year. I don't think 54 feet would be the best place to use dental floss, do you? <laughs> if the answer is try eating it with your other hand, if the answer is try eating it with your other hand, what is the question? If the answer is try eating it with your other hand, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will tell you in a minute. 54% of Americans believe that humans lived at the same time as dinosaurs. These people should not be left unattended. There is an actual job, this is true, there's an actual job called mother repairer. But it doesn't mean what you think. Back in the days of LPs and 45s, the master discs from which the vinyl was pressed was called a mother. The mother repairer removed dirt and metal shavings from the grooves of the mother master so the discs that the mother masters pressed wouldn't make clicking noises. So, the mother repairer really had nothing to do with your mother. Although, you might want to listen to her closely in case she is making a clicking sound, which might indicate she needs some dirt or metal and shavings removed, right? All right. If the answer is try eating it with your other hand, the question is, what should you do if your pretzel tastes really awful? Try eating it with your other hand. That's especially true if you usually lose 10 pounds every time you clean under your fingernails. Digs to tails, they take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot from Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too and you would be doing me a favor. Thank you very much. Stories. I like stories. Interestingly, I think, one of my favorite stories is kind of a true fairy tale about the power of your past. Mothers and daughters have always had secrets. You think about one that your mother told you every time you make a meatloaf the way she used to do it. Carrots and extra onions. You started helping her make meals when you were ten. And she started trusting you with the sharp knife to cut up those onions. 
she began telling you about woman things. How to deal with your monthly cycle. The kind of things that you could expect from boys. And what it was like to hold a child in your arms and show it to its father for the first time. It was during one of those talks that she told you about vows and obligations and how important they were, no matter what. Times were terribly hard for her all those years ago. Your father was out of work a lot. For a while, he simply disappeared. Your mother worked in a restaurant and did the best she could for your three brothers. There was no money to spare. But the man who owned the restaurant was very kind. He let her take food home at the end of the day. You knew about that. But what you didn't know, the secret, was that he and your mother were lovers. He was short, overweight, and scarred from a bar fight when he was very young. The restaurant was open 24 hours a day, and he was there almost all of the time. It was on a night when your mother was so tired that she had just lost track of where she was and what she was doing. She was standing in the kitchen, just crying. He closed the restaurant and just held her until she stopped crying. And right then, he was the only adult human being in the world who would have noticed whether your mother lived or died. She told you it was only once. It was during one of your father's disappearing acts. She was in desperate need. And she was desperately tired. And he was genuinely caring and kind. The next day your father returned, and she never cheated again. Vows, obligations. Nine months later you were born. All your mother would ever tell you about him was that he died in a car accident a few weeks later. It's been a long time. But whenever you think about that secret between you and your mother, you can't help wonder. And something always seems to get in your eyes. Must be those onions. secret they shared, that mother and daughter. As daughters grow up and become women, they often have problems with their mothers. Two women in the same house, you know, it's an old story. But this secret they shared had the power to change that old story for these women. And for these two women, I'm really glad it did. The story is called Daddy's Girl. It's from my Night Connections 2 Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, please go back to DickSummer.com, check out the Night Connections 2 icon on the home page. So many good stories to tell. Bad weather caused a power failure in New England last week. That means the Wi-Fi went down, so no internet. I'll bet everybody had to walk around the house 
and introduce themselves to each other. <laughs> That's a half-true story. Here's a, I think, a great fake news story. It's about an old guy from Bridgeport, Connecticut, who claimed last week that he flew two years before the Wright brothers. He claimed he used 75 butterflies and a very big whip. <laughs> All right, I lied. I made that up. It's fake news. A lot of good stories are made up. Here's one. I caught my nasty next-door neighbor Steve putting jello in the bird bath so he could watch the birds bounce their landings. Fake news. <laughs> but fun fake news. And here's some real news news. There is now an airline that calls itself Cheapo Air. There's no kidding. Now, I've been a pilot for a long time. And I think if I flew for Cheapo Air, part of my welcoming speech to passengers would have to include the statement, Welcome to Cheapo Air, where we pass along the savings that we get from skipping things like, oh, regular maintenance and pilot training. So please remember, while we're in flight, you must observe the no screaming signs. <laughs> Cheapo Air. Whew. Hey, did I tell you the one about the scientist who cloned himself? Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.